0: Hey guys, welcome to Notchaholic Thoughts. I'm Rachel, I'm Anissa, I'm JC, and I'm Jamie, and we're just four sisters talking about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's get into it.
1: And welcome back to this episode of Narcaholic Thoughts. Uh, today's episode, we are going to take on some user questions and kind of explore some topics that we've got from feedback from our fans let's do it i'm ready mm-hmm. all right we wanted to start with our friend sam we can start with sam
2: absolutely so sam wrote us uh, an email and said first of all i have listened and loved every episode you have made i have taken a lot of advice from your podcast as well even though i don't have kids i have a little brother seven who sees me as his role model, which is a lot of responsibility on someone who is just mediocre at best. So I wanted to know who your role models are, or have been, and your views on idolizing others as well as being idolized. Love you guys lots. Thank you so much, Sam. That is a great topic, and we would love to discuss it. So who has thoughts
0: on this? Me. So tell us your thoughts. Okay, so on like the role model thing, we've kind of talked about this. So we actually shot this episode um already and then it accidentally got deleted it accidentally got deleted because it took me longer than it should years.
3: have <laughs> it, took me longer. Of years. it took
0: me longer than it should have okay mind so your business i had to take charge and <laughs> i accidentally deleted it you know what i was
1: so, yeah so, so for our listeners we've done a little you know revamping of roles and responsibilities on the podcast <laughs> as you might
0: expect here's the deal i was just watching i told jamie today just watched a tiktok on this about adhd and how if you have adhd or you think i'm like undiagnosed but i'm relatively positive i have adhd let me guess you have a pile of clean laundry sitting in your house somewhere okay like completely
1: undone so sam we'll get back to you however i do want to take this moment to explore this topic a little bit because there is so much on social media talking about oh you have adhd if and you had trauma if Some of them are very relatable, but then other times, it's just like... Random stuff. How are you just... Maybe it's just coincidentally things are lining up, Okay, but that doesn't really matter until you're clinically diagnosed. You should be careful about self-diagnosis.
0: This lady was like a therapist. Anyway, the whole point of that was she was saying that there's no reward system for doing laundry. At the end of the day, I end up doing laundry when I absolutely have to like, okay, I'm out of towels now and I need to take a shower or... I need clean. So, were you
1: saying there was no reward system for editing the podcast Jamie, and getting it out there? I told mm-hmm. Jamie,
0: you guys telling me I need to get it done did not make me have a sense of urgency yeah. to do it. There was no motivation there. It was just like, uh, these bitches want me to get this done and I don't
3: feel like it yet. <laughs> and I'm not going to do it. I don't
0: feel like doing it just yet. But okay. I knew it wasn't going to take me that long. So, I was like, I'll, I'll get it done.
1: So, so, let's take that to the role model topic. Mm-hmm. And what do you look for in a role model? What do I look for in a role model yeah like who are your role models and why are they why are they your role models and <coughs> do they have characteristics that you wish you had not do they have? No. nation <laughs>
0: i don't really have i don't necessarily think i have role models i have a certain like number of people not even a certain number of people
3: no i don't think i have role models it's a hard question because who makes a role model a role model like who is somebody that you look up to
2: and you say you know what i want to be like that when i grow up or i don't want to be like that when i grow up oh yeah, there reverse role models oh, yeah role that's model. true
0: there are people like somebody that you would
1: aspire to be i guess mm-hmm. or not be and or not say be. i'm gonna do everything in my power to not be like that
0: like a role model mentor or just like a r- yeah that could work
2: i yeah. mean now in our in our life right now definitely mentor
0: mm-hmm
1: so one of the things we talked about in the original episode and why i think this might be hard for us is because when we get on the topic of idols and idolizing things that's not something that we do necessarily w- right we yeah.
2: were taught really specifically that you don't idolize anyone or uh, anything or anything mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. like even to the point where we didn't have pictures of or famous posters
2: people on the on walls. Our walls or anything mm-hmm. like that which I think is a good thing, because really, do we want to be idolizing celebrities? We don't really know what their mm-hmm. affiliations are, what they really stand for. We might really like their work. Mm-hmm. As we all know, we've got some favorites of that, like, of their work. But that really is our role, or our, our stance, I guess, on idolizing, or being idolized. I don't know that we, I, I, I don't ever want to be idolized, because I'm not perfect
0: yeah the idea of that is terrifying 100
1: 100 percent. yes so i think though because it goes into and we had kind of talked about this originally too with our kids and setting a good example but i don't think that we're intentionally trying to be like a role model or well innately as a parent you are a role model you are mm-hmm. the
2: person who your kids look up to even when they don't want to look up to you. I mean, when they're really little, you know, I mean, look at Sam here. He's got a little brother who said he's seven and he's seen as his role model. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of responsibility. And he Aww. says it's a lot of responsibility on someone who is just mediocre at best. We're all just mediocre at mm, best. Yeah. I mean, that's you've got to try your hardest every day just to be happy with yourself, let alone somebody else. But knowing that you have somebody looking up to you, I think that sets another like,
0: like it's a, a certain another level, level. of like, responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's definitely not something to take lightly. Mm -hmm. And we don't have a choice as parents. We are role models no matter what. Mm -hmm. Every single thing we do, every word we say, our hobbies, our jobs, our
3: aspirations, our everything, we're role models. 100%. Right? Agree. I think there's more to it, too. So if you think about it, how you handle your emotions around people that look up to you, that's a big thing. Definitely. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just things like that. And that's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard because we're people and we're humans.
0: Exactly. And sometimes
2: we can't control them. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> well, yeah, I think honestly, like, you know, we were talking, we talked a little bit about that, about how, like, the girls look up to us, mm-hmm. you know? Um. Even Giovanni, I have to be careful about what I say because sometimes i'll just say like random things that pop into my head and then i'll like five minutes later he'll be like running down the hall and he'll you know <laughs> say something that came out of your yeah. mouth and you're yeah. like
2: oh that sounds different coming out of an right. eight-year-old's well, like, mouth
0: like from gold remember that i don't speak freaky deaky dutch okay perv boy <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> And I said that when I was at Mom and Dad's, and then all of a sudden I hear Giovanni running down the hallway, and he's like, "Perf boy," and I was like, mm, "All right,
3: it's questionable."
2: We gotta F-S. let's just when taken out of context, that does not sound good. Yeah, so you gotta
0: like be careful. I guess when you when you kind of think of it like that, like that is something that I would be kind of upset to find out if um, I like disappointed the girls in any way, or you know what I mean? Like I did mm-hmm. something that made them be like, "Ugh," or like think i don't want to do Less that me or yeah, yeah be, be mm-hmm. like oh i that not yep. what i want to mm-hmm. do you know what i mean well right now you've got a pretty good um
2: audience in them because really they kind of do i mean they i, I don't want to say worship you or idolize you but really those, those are the words that come to my head because buying clothes for them oh this looks like something rachel would wear i want to wear this mm-hmm. this is cute or i kind of want to get some clothes like rachel has because that looks really cute when she wears that and i'm like yeah that does look really cute
3: we can do that
0: but definitely being more like cautious about
3: your behaviors and Mm -hmm. actions Mm -hmm. and how you handle things emotionally in front of them Mm -hmm. especially
1: I think that there is a fine line with that and then also still being your authentic self too because people can tell when you're being your authentic self and you're being true to exactly who you are when you're putting on a show Mm -hmm. versus trying too hard Mm -hmm. and being so self-aware about what people think about you and how they feel about you Mm Mm-hmm yeah for sure
2: role models for me i think i can't think of like a really specific person that is a role model for me i think i know the kind of person i want to be Mm
3: -hmm.
2: as far as like mentors i've had uh previous bosses that have been mentors Two specifically come to mind one's name was andy and one's name was christy and they were two very different people but they were both mentors in that they helped me learn how to be a supervisor they helped me learn how to lead other people and they did that by example and when i had questions when i had job opportunities come up those two were the people that i called and i said hey listen this is happening for me and i need your advice yeah because i respected them and i knew they
1: cared about me and Mm -hmm. they valued you Mm -hmm. yeah so i think what we're getting at then is that for us really the things that we look for in other people is a genuine respectable like trueness about them
2: like we don't
1: want like authenticity yes Mm -hmm. we don't want surface level garbage like give us something
3: real right i Mm -hmm. think too with us character counts Mm -hmm. at least for me that that's always been something i look for not only for role models but friends
1: and people i want close in my life right show me how you treat other people yeah how you live your life oh yeah Yeah. 100 percent
0: But on top of that, too, though, I think it's also important to somebody that you look up to or, like, a mentor or something like that. They're not always going to be necessarily, like, your friend. Like, Mm -hmm. they're going to be somebody that's going to make you do hard things or, you know, like, challenge you Mm -hmm. and let you know that, like, you can do that. And I think that's important if you're looking.
2: It could almost be somebody that, in a way, you hate. You're like, damn it. I don't want to do this. But I know you're right. And I know I need to do this. Mm -hmm. Because, like, our parents, in a lot of ways, like, growing up, going... I don't want to do this, and now you realize when you look back, Being, you know, we're all older than 25. 25 is really when you start to appreciate your parents again. Mm -hmm. And you realize, oh, they didn't suck as bad as
3: I thought they did when I was (laughs) 15 and 16 years old. Like, what they were doing was
1: what was best for me. Exactly. I shouldn't have acted so
3: rudely towards them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: So so I did want to say, though, um, a real quick note on the whole idolizing thing. My former self 1997 1998 i was a huge basketball fan loved the utah jazz and for whatever reason we did have a life-size poster of carl malone (laughs) the greatest basketball player of all time i will go down saying that the mailman who always delivered i don't know why we had that or where we got it from but it was a life-size poster of carl malone and in utah no, no here this was here when we lived in iowa I was in third grade, yeah, devastated, devastated. Two times they lost to Chicago Bulls, and that's because Michael Jordan was the greatest (laughs) basketball player of all time. But anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. But that is the one poster that we had that I do remember. And I don't know what happened to it, or I don't why make it make you like want to be a basketball player. No, I don't even have any like athletic abilities at all.
2: Maybe it's just because it reminded you of like home, and at that time we still considered Utah our home,
1: mm-hmm. probably. True. And it was like I was they're say. from our
0: home. That honestly sounds like a memory that you could just probably forget.
1: Core memory for her now. but listen, all my memories are core memories. I was just about <laughs> okay. to say
3: that all Jesse's memories are core memories. She never <laughs> yes. forgets a single you thing. You don't. You remember like the weirdest
1: shit. Yeah, well,
3: someone has to. On January 2nd, 1998, 17 days before Timothy's birth.
1: <laughs> do you know what happened? Uh, for real. I can tell you what we were doing the night before Timothy was born. Whole I'm household. Not watching Ruby Bridges on ABC Family. What is okay, Ruby was, Bridges? I don't even know what that it is. is. It's, a, it's a story of the black girl who d- went to school. She was the first to go to. Oh, the yeah, and that
0: happened in like
2: 1964 64. or something yeah. like
1: that. Yeah, the unsegregated schools. And That's the, weird. Yeah, totally remember that. Anyway. but well, that's that, was, like, neat that, that was you a big, remember that, though. That's a big thing, though. Like, Timmy,
0: the only boy in our family being born.
3: Did Mom know that she deal. was going to have a boy?
1: No, she didn't. No, it. they didn't
0: know. Did you know, any of, did you know any of us? Sorry, Mom's here. She's over here, like, chilling in the corner. No. In her head, No. You didn't know what any of us would be? It was all?
1: No, because
3: I remember she thought that I was going to be a boy, and my name was going to be Isaac. Mm-hmm. And that's
1: why Sarah named Isaac, Isaac. And so.
0: I'm pretty... Are these actual facts, or
1: no that that is, is true that is fact, fact. that renissa was going to be named isaac that's cool and i think bob and dad said that when mom was in labor with timmy the nurse got out a blue hat
0: and, and was really like, you was know, it up
1: no just said we'll get this out for good luck and then timmy was born and then you were like we were crazy that day because jessica and uncle bill came over to get us and they're like your mom had a boy and we're like no she didn't and then we went to the hospital looking all scurvy and <laughs> mm-hmm. but we were so excited ran over and told kenny little timmy was, almost tammy. I
3: had a boy. <laughs> timmy was almost tammy
2: i don't remember going and telling kenny about that kenny was our neighbor across the street who was an elderly man and who was a really good friend of ours like we've a always, grandfatherly
1: figure mm-hmm. yeah we've always been
2: friends with elderly people me and jc used to clean uh the house of an elderly couple uh in our town our little small little town and literally it would only take us like 15 minutes to clean this house but we would be there for hours and our mom would be like where are these girls <laughs> what happened to them but they were just so much fun to talk to mm-hmm. they were hearing and you, so stories learn from them mm-hmm. i always considered them like my iowa grandparents mm. yes
1: alan june See, there you go. I think, like, going back, bringing that back to the whole role model conversation, there's a lot that you can learn from older people and their wisdom and mm-hmm. their... Mm-hmm. And, and I, I appreciate that about mom and dad, that they always really encouraged us to be kind to the elderly. Like, remember, at meetings, we'd always have to, like, mom would be like, go talk to the older ones. Mm-hmm. And we always did. I never regret it. I never mm-hmm. regretted it. Yeah. Do you think that that helped your relationships with older people as you... Got like older, grew, yes. in, in the workplace and absolutely. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I wasn't uncomfortable around them. Say, mm-hmm. yeah. Do mm-hmm. you know people who are? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Really. Yeah. I oh. mean, older, and then like elderly. Yeah. There's, um, I would say, an elderly woman that I work with, and I absolutely love her. But no one doesn't love her, right? But yeah, I think I'm just comfortable because I had older
1: people growing up you know around you and around us yep. yeah mm-hmm. do you think that mom was so comfortable around older people as well because grandma and grandpa were so much
2: older and she well she was the youngest of however many 10 11 and all of her siblings were way older than her and mm-hmm. grandpa was 54 when she was born
1: oh wow right mom 50 53 53 oh my gosh can you imagine That's crazy that'd be like mom and dad having a baby right now that is crazy to me no, that's, that's craziness could you imagine i would love it i would that would be my baby <laughs> i don't even know like i i don't even know how the kids like our kids what would they how would that be for them if grandma and grandpa had a baby uh, this is obviously not happening our parents are well well done well done being well done Having
3: <laughs> <children>. <laughs> like
1: that
2: they're they're who we need to have children (laughs) they're well and done and i'm looking at renissa and rachel so let's get on
0: that please yeah we're ready we've talked about this i don't think i'm a child person
1: you don't know until you try okay well that's not necessarily something that's not like
0: a car that i can take home (laughs) for a day and give back that's a life commitment
1: listen you have people it takes a village does it not you it don't I a have ability. a and you go you know what i don't issues i have I commitment so. issues well, and i'd have to commit you, you, 18
0: years of my life oh my that's gosh true. not
1: to mention and, and a husband <laughs> or someone you love and that's even if <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's a lot that's really oh a lot so on a we're stressing rachel out along though. those lines ish kind of i just heard a very heartwarming story today uh, one of the gals that i work with she's actually an older mom her twins she has twins that are giovanni's age so they're eight and apparently she's just a couple years younger than mom and dad Mm -hmm. but apparently she had a baby back in 1989 gave him up for adoption never told anybody about this ever well i mean i guess that's not something you really just go parading around it's Mm -hmm. kind of a private thing Mm -hmm. um but she just reconnected with him over the weekend oh my gosh and that's kind of cool she had posted pictures and she, like, kind of opened up about this whole story that she had. And I was like, wow, that's, so like, such a heartwarming story. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how she, ne- like, there wasn't a day that went by that she didn't think about him. Mm-hmm. And then she finally got to meet him. And then just the difference in, you know, because he's in his 30s and mm-hmm. then he or she has kids that are yep. eight. Yep. That's crazy. That is crazy.
2: Wow. That's pretty cool. I think it's a good thing to recognize that in yourself, though, Rachel. hmm and it's very mature <laughs> and it's a good thing.
3: Yeah. I do want to mention like since we are talking about kids, having kids with the whole role model thing I think when I was a kid not knowing it my aunts were my role models. Mm-hmm. Because I think about it now and how I am with the kids that's how my aunts were mm-hmm. with me. Oh mm-hmm. my
2: gosh. Aunt Teddy right. and Aunt Darla. Absolutely. Um, Aunt Candace. hmm They were my favorite people in the world. Mm-hmm. I remember I'll, I'll remember them for every Aunt Teddy's laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tickles. my favorite thing tickles mm-hmm. just playing games a hundred percent
1: yep i think and teddy is the reason that i love uh chocolate frosted donuts with sprinkles really yes my all-time favorite thing
2: i think Sh- they might be the reason i like twinkies <laughs> oh no going to the store <laughs> she's the reason i like
1: long hair oh my gosh you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of crazy to think about the impression that she made on you, especially w- because we lived in Iowa, they lived in Utah. You probably mm-hmm. only met her a handful of times, different than how we are with our family living so close. and I mean, you live with Jamie and Brian, you see the kids daily, like mm-hmm. but you still the kids we would still weekend. see them all the time for sure.
3: Aunt Bev, too, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just remember going to Uncle Ray and Aunt Bev's house after school, and I remember I was in first grade and I got a new book it was the rainbow fish and she 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 just told me read it let's read it together and then uh, i was learning how to read and i just remember that so vividly we're sitting on the porch on the steps Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. aunt bev's laugh too she's got a really good laugh yeah
3: that's what i
0: was gonna say that
2: uncle ray aunt vicky and uncle bill mm -hmm. that's exactly
0: that's what i was gonna say
2: because that's like
0: aunt bev and aunt vicky and uncle bill and uncle ray like they were the ones that we grew up with Mm -hmm. and you remember playing like i don't know if we would spend the night at aunt bev and uncle ray's but then we would turn off all the lights, and Uncle Ray would do the engine, oh, engine yes, Joe, yes. and he'd crawl around, and we were like playing hide uh-huh, and seek, uh-huh. and he'd like crawl around and like yes. try and find we
2: would us. We'd always play really fun games. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then it so was scare us. time. Yeah, and that's how, why
3: I prank the kids, right, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, <did> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Right now, yeah. when I was younger, it's like ah, yeah, right. But it's a fun
0: thing to do. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I got Lily. Respect. Madden so good the other day she was coming through your in your garage she was coming through and i was in the kitchen i had a bat like one of those blue bats mm-hmm. and she was walking and i just jumped out at her with it like that oh my god she screamed so loud like <laughs> i'm I surprised somebody didn't get like thing. yeah like i'm surprised we didn't get the cops called
2: <laughs> or buddy come chasing after you mm-hmm. attack he protects her to the fullest
3: he does he loves her but yeah no that's what I wanted to kind of have my input because I remember I was wanting to say that in the last episode and I didn't and I just like totally forgot but I'm glad now that we're Mm re-recording and I'm like okay you're welcome here we go so really I mean (laughs) that's true to form with us I guess our family members
2: were our role models because Mm -hmm. seriously that's who we that's who we look up looked up to I think Mm so like fully absolutely and we've got some older cousins that were here that we looked up to as well Mm-hmm. and we've
1: always had a family, family. yeah
2: we, we've always had a really close family mm-hmm. always a show mm-hmm. okay so i want to move on because i want to make sure that we get uh some more listener questions listener questions sure. answered let's do it
3: so this comes from sarah
2: should i say her our cousin
3: yeah sarah's our cousin sarah's
1: our cousin <laughs> Longtime <laughs> listener shout out she up sarah. says
2: <laughs> my coworker makes me look for new episodes and makes me promise not to listen without her She's a city girl. She She's genuinely interested in what life is or was like in the country. Would you have liked things to be different? Do y'all feel like you missed out on <clears throat> anything by not being in a more suburban area? What did you do for fun? Oh my gosh. So that's the first part of her questions that we're going to ask because she's got quite a few. Yeah, Okay, does.
1: so we grew up, not necessarily like in the country country, but in very small town Iowa.
2: probably
1: mm-hmm. a problem, Our first town... We,
2: Redfield was eight hundred something, yeah. and then Linden was two hundred. Maybe one street, blink and you'll miss it type of place. Seriously, yeah. I used to go on a two mile run, and uh, it was like around cornfields, and I didn't have to drive to it. I could just <laughs> walk out my door and go <laughs> yeah. run around the countryside. A big block. Yeah, and a there was a, around a, around the literally home. a, a cornfield
0: right by our park. Like uh, we could go straight from the park
3: into yep. the cornfield. Yep. We were surrounded mm-hmm. by cornfields, gravel roads. Do we I? used to
2: drive gravel roads all the time. I mean, we could, we didn't get lost. We never got lost because right. we just knew. And that's
1: how we learned to drive. Dad would let us drive home Mm -hmm. Like, before we were even licensed. 11, 12. (laughs) Well, how old were you going
3: to learn? You were 11
1: or 12 years (laughs) old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dad learned how to drive.
3: Dad was driving when he was nine.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I guess he he was driving when he was, like, nine years old. So, I will go on the record and say I would not trade growing up in a small town for anything. Absolutely. Same thing. Now. Now. Then, I might not have had the same sentiments because there was just nothing nothing to do and nowhere to but if you our own fun, exactly if you don't know any different if you don't have because i liken it to like not celebrating christmas when we were growing up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and people always say
2: oh "Oh, gosh what was that like wasn't it terrible
1: no it wasn't because if you don't know then you can't miss something you don't know it was our normal and if all you ever know is small town living then it's it is what it is you know a hundred
2: percent Mm-hmm. I honestly, I liked it. We made really close friends because uh, that's all we had. We had each other. As, we had each other as a family, and then our friends that lived near us. And that's what we were doing all the time. We were mm-hmm. playing with our friends. We we're outside climbing trees, playing in the, the park. Were yeah, running around the cornfields. We were
3: children of the corn.
2: Literally, children of the corn.
3: I probably was never in such great health. Yeah, in, in my life, mm-hmm. than I'll ever be. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think about like when we used to go on the, so we have this, um, Iowa is kind of known for their bike trails and they have ton like miles and miles and miles of bike trails. They go through like wooded country areas, very secluded. Mm-hmm. And I remember we used to drive, like ride our bikes to the riverbank because mm-hmm. one of them is like right along the riverbank and we'd just go exploring, go all over the oh, place. Oh, yeah.
2: We would have so much fun with JD. Yes. that would like Mm -hmm. be our favorite thing to do we would all go together and we would ride our bikes or walk and we would uh you know take backpacks and take snacks and take really whatever we wanted we would build teepees in the um Mm -hmm. like open fields or Mm -hmm. open
1: pastures and there was like a junkyard that was kind of close by that Mm -hmm. would get like a little bit freaky Mm -hmm. sometimes we would take the little children (laughs) yeah we would yep (laughs) I think about that now, like, it scares me to death. I would not let the kids go by themselves. Oh, yeah. But it was safe.
2: Like, we could just do that. And Mm -hmm. mom and dad were pretty strict with us, and they let us do that because they knew
0: that we would be fine. We were a group and that we were okay. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, like, even when we lived in Linden, we would ride our bikes to Redfield, which was, like, seven miles on mm -hmm. the bike trail. Yeah, and
2: Mm -hmm.
1: back. And we'd ride it and go get ice cream, and then... Back. Come back. Yeah. Yep.
2: I remember that, too. That was fun.
1: So, and, and and I would say that was really before, like, technology really took off. And we also didn't have, oh, my gosh, we didn't have cable TV or the Internet <coughs> or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we really had to make our own fun. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So that kind of leads into the next half of her question, which is half of you grew up without some of the technology we have now and the other half of you did what different what differed in how jamie and gc were raised versus how rachel and renissa were raised
1: so i don't think that you guys really even got like modern amenities like cable internet until we moved to stewart right
3: we we had a computer the year that i moved out yeah like that big blocky computer yeah we would we would play pinball on it all the time we Mm -hmm. didn't really get on the internet and i don't did we have Internet. internet back then yeah yeah, yeah there, we did, the, it, internet, we did. But it was like yeah. dial up stuff yeah i remember that because we still had the phone you hang up the what's a cord it? phone cord phone is that what it's called i, I don't know. know what do you call
1: it a landline, a, a landline. landline. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it was one that we hung on the wall i remember i was little this is totally tangenting but whatever me and timmy were just talking about he sent me this video on instagram he's like you didn't live and unless you called the cops and hung up and they showed up at your house. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Yeah. I did that once, never did it again. Never, ever. I think it was like nine. At night? No, I was nine. You were oh. too old to be calling 911. Yeah. Listen, I was a rebel. I was like, I don't give a fuck what they can do. Rest me. <laughs> Can't do that. And I did. I called them and they answered. I hung up and I went and laid back down and they came to our door and dad was like, with fuck called call I'm gonna get the belt. <laughs> I'm gonna get the belt. And he knew it was me because I was crying already. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I was in
1: trouble. And
3: then, nothing, and then and nothing. And then nothing happened after that. Like, yeah, I actually
2: think I do remember that. I'm not gonna lie. I think I do remember that. It was Tim the cop showed up, right? Probably. I don't. The but we one didn't cop have, for the yeah. two three towns. Yeah, we didn't have a cop in Linden, so it we was didn't. it was shared. Yeah. it was a shared mm-hmm. tri-county
3: cop or whatever. Yeah. Tri-city cop. I think cop. about that now and like, what an inconvenience to have to come to Linden because of a little no girl. Reason.
1: Well, you never know. He was doing his duty. That's he true. was doing his civic duty. Well, at least. So Tim the Cop up. if you're listening, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Probably not. But but yeah, I do remember though because I was 12 when we moved to Stewart and Facebook MySpace was big Yeah. I was in middle school. Huge. And I just remember Huge. how big it was and myspace was pretty
2: cool really i do miss it i don't
1: i don't i never had a myspace account and i don't think that i even started a facebook account until my freshman year of college oh really yeah i remember when you got your first touchscreen phone it was that samsung touchscreen oh yeah it was like the slide up and it had like a keyboard on the bottom and then the touchscreen on top yes and i was like that is so dumb. Why would anybody want a touchscreen phone? Mm-hmm. I remember it thinking it was
2: blocky, that. and I remember thinking it
0: was so cool. Almost like, mm, and you had to like touch, like real, like yeah, that was, yeah, that was really you had hard. To like calibrate your screens and uh-huh. everything because everything get all messed up. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: I don't so know. difference, difference in, and how we were raised. As far as difference and how we were raised, I mean, I think the age gap between us is different. I mean, mm. we talked uh, the other day about. What were we talking about that I said we weren't allowed to do things and you were like oh, we could do that anytime go to we our wanted rooms by ourselves oh, yeah, and have oh, yeah. alone
1: time. Mm-hmm. Shut the doors.
3: Yeah. I mean I that was not a I thing. never did when I was little, like little little speaking like five to ten I would say. But yeah, after but I got into like our adolescence, I feel like we didn't get in trouble if we went to our room when mm-hmm. we wanted to. But also when you're
2: little though, you don't want to go to your room and just be by yourself. Right, you right. wanna hang out with your family and mm-hmm. and be where the action is mm-hmm. and well, then when you get older i'm still like that <laughs> 10 11 i'm still like that too i'm nosy mm-hmm. my mother-in-law used to call my daughter my oldest daughter nosy mm-hmm. Lily. did she Cause she couldn't go to sleep if we had people over she just wanted to know what was going on her great big eyes like
1: mm-hmm.
2: Always i feel like madden's that himself. way madden's
1: that way too yeah okay but i know <laughs> when to go to bed <laughs> I'll just lay in bed with the door open and taller taller from the back You room. just want to be. That's the most annoying well, what annoying thing do you do if you
0: want to be part of the conversation, come out here with us. Yeah, no yeah I like to be well, comfortable.
3: I guess we were like that. I'm like that. I don't want to go to bed if there's company. Mm-hmm. Like they're here.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. spend time with them as much as I can until my okay, eyes are. It literally depends on who the company is. If it's you guys, I see you all the time. I can just join. From I think those. that's so rude. Backroom. I would never do same. that to you. <laughs> you guys are you night do. owls, though, and I am not a night owl. Yeah, i will just straight that today because all
0: day long like Renes and I were just sitting on the, the couch and Rissa was like going to sleep and she was like you guys really are like you don't wake up until evening, the evening. Yeah. yeah and then you're mm-hmm. awake I we we know why awake yeah. That's it's neurodivergence
2: it's a neurodivergent thing just in case you guys are wondering
0: well and also okay here's the thing was when we were talking about living in a small town I like living in a small town I, I kind of feel the way you guys do about it like did I want to no I always had plans on leaving I was like I'm not going to be staying in Iowa I'm mm-hmm. over it I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to mm-hmm. do something else, you know? And I kind of got that out of my system a little bit going to like Maryland. Mm-hmm. But I do think that is a good place, too, if you have children to like raise your kids, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, like the school systems are all really good. You know, everything's like. Plus, you
2: think know that people, you have a smaller community, you know their parents, you know, their brother and sisters, you know, know, where they come I don't, from. I don't, I don't really like they do. care. You're yeah,
0: yeah everybody. I don't like knowing everybody at all. I liked that.
2: I really liked that. My kids go to a gigantic, for us in Iowa, okay, for any listeners outside of Iowa, (laughs) this is probably a pretty small school as well, but they go to a huge school compared to what we went to. I graduated with 66. My daughter in sixth grade right now has 600 students in her building in her grade. 600 in her grade? Yes, and that doesn't count the kids who are still doing online learning if they're still staying at home. That doesn't count them. Who even knows? i don't even know how many students lily has in her class
1: that's but that's nuts. gigantic
2: that's 10 that's 100 times bigger or whatever
0: that's a lot mm-hmm. that's way a lot
2: that's, that's a 10 lot. it's that's 10 times, it's times,
0: times but that's whatever <laughs> <laughs> but it's huge i graduated okay. well i graduated with 42 in my class oh really your yeah. class was small mine was teeny teeny tiny how small. many was yours Renessa?
2: 72 and yours was like 92, wasn't it? No, it was 77. Yours was 77. Oh, for mm-hmm. some reason, I thought yours was. So JC graduated with the biggest class. So we kind of live out in the country now, again, ish. We live on mm-hmm. the outskirts of on town. On the outskirts of town. But we're still really close to everything. And mm-hmm. I would say this is like the best, the happiest medium. Like, yeah. we've mm-hmm. got plenty of room. The Our kids, kids can go yeah. play outside. You have a couple of acres of land. Yeah, the kids can go ride four wheelers, crazy and dirt bikes, and shoot each other with BB guns (laughs) and go explore yeah they got walkie-talkies they can just go out and be like all right mom I'm gonna go explore the bean fields
1: I'm like okay have fun." and that's what's kind of nice so we live in Stewart so I live with mom and dad out in Stewart and it's about 30 miles west of the Des Moines area Mm -hmm. but it's right off the interstate and there's the traffic is not bad at all so Mm -hmm. all you people that listen where you live you know five miles from work and it takes you 45 minutes I feel for you because I live 30 miles from work and can le- Like, it takes me 25 minutes if I'm Cruella de Villain it down the road. <laughs> you do, Cruella mm-hmm. de Vil it. You are Cruella de Vil.
2: But, um, I would say, though, I do like having, like, the amenities of this city life, though, living right here. I'm no more than, well, I'm no more than three minutes away from a grocery store or a nail salon or. Mm-hmm. a uh, nice
1: grocery store our we have restaurant. a grocery store in Stewart and it's expensive and mm-hmm. small the selection is not awesome
2: right but they can
1: charge that because it is a small town and you guys right. have, don't have any other option if you and you do something
2: have, that's where
3: you have to go
1: we do have one Mexican restaurant which is nice that's pretty good but they
3: don't deliver it is growing from what it was when we first moved what it used yeah. to be it moved yeah. In. yeah it really is
0: well and that's how I feel too with like where i live um like in Waukee is One of the up and coming, it's booming, it's huge, yeah. uh, It's one of the fastest growing cities
2: in the United States. Right, Waukee and Ankeny are on like the top ten list of the
0: fastest growing cities in the United Mm -hmm. States of America. But I do really love it because it's it feels safe. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And um, it's like a good neighborhood, and I'm super close, and I'm right in between like Stuart and here. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's the same amount of time in either direction,
1: wherever I'm going. You know what's crazy about that, too? I think about when I went to school at Drake and lived in the Drake neighborhood. And that is a relatively dangerous area. Mm -hmm. But I I was feeling pretty safe and walking around at night. And now I hear like news stories from that area. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's right over by Drake. shootings and drive-bys and Mm -hmm. stabbings and
2: all that stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. all the scary scary shit is going down uh-huh. but that was a lot of you being naive too and not knowing anything about but there was still like
1: a sense of safety at the same time i don't know how to explain it it's weird That's would i interesting i don't know if i would choose to live over by there now i would definitely not choose to live there now
2: never <laughs> <laughs> not east side <clears throat> of never. there no
1: never but but on like the northwest i mean the houses are beautiful don't get me wrong all those houses over
2: there are old and like gorgeous Gorgeous. and
0: also like you said you were living there when you were in college and i feel like that that area is still like a college community yeah directly around the campus is
1: very safe right
0: yeah you know what i mean so there was still like probably a sense of security there because of that as well yes Mm -hmm.
1: but even out so we live just south of stewart i don't walk my car ever why would you say that on a podcast where yeah, other people, it, it, it,
0: especially right after you told them almost exactly where, where you live? <laughs> I don't keep anything in my car. <laughs> so, so let's take that, that part, part out. A yeah. out. <laughs> let's take this part. So out, I please. live um, like just south of the interstate, and uh, I don't ever lock my car.
1: <laughs> and also, we've said, Stuart, <laughs> but super small we town. Do, we do keep. We do heavily controlled. And Dad <laughs> has, has his, his gear he ready. So. He's packing. He Try it. We're taking this whole part out. Listen. No, we're not. <laughs> all I have to say, what I was trying to say, I guess, is that there is a certain sense of safety in yeah. this small town. And I think that we are guarded from, because I think about all of the natural disasters and like the fires that happen on the West Coast and the hurricanes on the East Coast and all of this crazy stuff. And like, we've gone through like a mild drought, but. Tornadoes. For the most part. And aside from that, like random derecho. Right. It's a pretty like chill not a whole lot going on
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i'm can okay yeah i'm okay with no drama Mm -hmm. okay so i want to move on from that part of the subject and i want to ask uh this is continuing on with sarah she said how did you manage to stay so close uh speaking about us as sisters
1: how often did you bicker a lot a little about what okay all the um, time so sh- every <laughs> should we bring out the embarrassing stories about me i'll go first uh please raise your hand if i've chased you with a knife
2: um, um
1: everybody um you've threatened me
2: <laughs> she has chased me with a knife she's chased me with a broom i think well okay
1: you've kicked you've me, through a me window. A window. you a t- told me you told me that i was like, dead you
0: kicked to me you through a window i did
1: kick you through a window you kicked me through i a window. drove you through a garage door that
2: was not on purpose yeah we weren't fighting there, okay, so there were different levels. I punctured a to hole the fight. in the wall. Yeah, we were, there was physical, there was definitely physical fighting.
3: Yeah.
0: But it I was like, was, it was, it was you quiet. Was, you and JC and like yeah. me and
3: Renissa. We, we called yeah. it yeah. silent fighting. Silent fighting. Because if mom and dad hurt, then we would both get in more trouble and that's not what we wanted. We
0: We learned to handle things <laughs> amongst ourselves, trouble, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Because we didn't want mom and dad to get involved
0: because it would inevitably just end up way worse. Yeah.
2: right? Mm-hmm. Me and JC used to fight and she would end up somehow on top of me, punching me in the face and in the chest. Okay. And you did and you pull my hair and I would just laugh. I would time i would kick you the only time i got scared is when you kicked me because you've got massive, massive legs. horse legs still do, still
1: do. <laughs> that was her I one those thing thighs. But i think that we so okay so it feels like we were more like physical altercation and not like verbal abuse <laughs> yeah. right? but well, i
0: kind of
2: that
1: prefer depends that.
0: you prefer physical altercation <laughs> to verbal abuse <laughs> yeah. here's the deal we okay we we and we mentioned this before we speak our mind Mm -hmm. and that's the way that it is we speak our truth however there were some things like i said i've mentioned before like the one time you smacked me upside the head while i was driving well deserved in my opinion there's also another time where we were in the kitchen and you grabbed me by the hair and i had long hair at the time and you like were pulling my hair and spinning my head around until i was like an inch from the floor An inch from the floor and then you just let me go you don't remember.
1: <laughs> mm. so blind rage. Here here's the, I remember having fits of blind rage and fights like that with Timothy uh-huh. when I <laughs> was Tim? way too old. Yeah, you were Timmy you and, and I were are big, ten years apart. We were no, no, a house. Yes we are. He was born in nineteen ninety eight. When was I born? Nineteen eighty eight. Okay, but he was born at like the beginning. And you were born towards the
2: end. So you like nine
1: years. <laughs> okay. So anyways, when I would come home for call from college, me and Timmy used to fight so bad so he was like Like 11 and he were down drag outs this is embarrassing why am i admitting
2: this (laughs) timmy's easy to fight with though he'll pick fights i've never fought with timmy in my life timmy won't fight with you no we Mm -hmm. didn't fight when i was home yeah he was my baby
3: he was my Baby. baby you knew you were much too older I was way too old, old to fight been, with him. Than to fight. And JC's just like, whatever. I was I like was his also, second
1: mom. I was also his confidant, though. Because I remember when he would come in from playing outside of something. Because Timmy has the tenderest heart you could ever imagine on a person. He feels everything. And when he was little, he used to get very emotional about stuff. <laughs> and so if he like felt guilty about something or something made him feel uncomfortable. I remember so many times in Lyndon he'd come in and he'd be like... Casey, I have to tell you something. And I would be like, "Oh my God, what's going on? Are you being molested?" (laughs) Going to all these things. Obviously, my brain goes right to the most tragic, like worst thing. thing. None of that happened to him. He would just be like, "This old man looked at me weird," (laughs) (laughs) or something like that. I don't know, but anyway, I threw
2: a stick and it hit Matthew right in the head.
1: (laughs) I took a drink of somebody else's pop. Yeah, Yeah, to me. Chill out. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> but I probably like elicited that because the boys do that same thing to me. You like, do it too. That's mom. why, mom. Yeah, make to mountains out of molehills. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alexa accidentally called somebody <laughs> named Jock. <Jacques. laughs>
1: <laughs> it's me. They were so afraid they were gonna get in trouble. <laughs> oh my gosh, Here's the deal, money. though. When it's bedtime, it's bedtime, and they know that. And they were messing around, and they shouldn't have been messing around and the Alexa called Jock mm-hmm. Which it's is me you. bitch I'm, I'm Jackie Jack. <laughs> I'm <laughs> they were both like relieved and terrified at the same time <laughs> but it was so funny I couldn't even get mad at them I was like go to bed now
3: <laughs> but how do we stay close is I think a good question um, we forgive and forget absolutely you don't hold on to grudges <laughs> can't really speak personally I don't hold grudges okay but we don't hold grudges like I'll say, mad the longest for sure, but I get
1: over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't think that our anger ever goes like days, though. No. Like you might be mad a whole afternoon or a whole time, like in my presence. But like the next time I see you, yeah, I don't it's not feel like. like but, oh, I'm but and also, still mad at you. like
2: you're you you you're pretty open about and this bitch and what like. Yeah,
1: I think and that's honestly, what you're mad about. That's it. Mm-hmm. That, I think that's exactly it. Is that we. we don't have we overly communicate with each other yeah yeah like and and we tell each other like i think i've told you before i'm not gonna tiptoe around your attitude whatever you have going on i'm over it Mm -hmm. and then you'll get all sulky and like like, whatever
2: and then five minutes later you're gonna hug each other and literally be over or be like hey i've i've got an itch and
1: you scratch my back Uh (laughs) no Mm -hmm. it's more like hey i'm really hungry you want to go get something to eat
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) fine or hey dad says dinner's ready i'm sorry for hating you earlier <laughs> <laughs> it's okay what are we having for dinner
1: yeah that's but true I, I do think that again going back to how we were raised as well i think that mom and dad like they didn't all they didn't tolerate us being hateful and rude to each other mm-hmm. i mean we had our knockdown, dragout drag out physical fights we did mm-hmm. kiss each other a hundred times yeah yeah we did mm-hmm. that was a real thing mm-hmm. did you ever have to share a shirt no.
2: No, we didn't I've have to do that. I've seen some people like put their kids in shirts. That. I have done that. And make them sit mm-hmm. like
1: that. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I have tried to make the boys the getting, getting each along better. And Oliver refuses. <laughs> it is He refuses. It's not something he's going to do. Mm-mm.
3: I think the biggest thing, too, is that when we are mad and say rude things or we hit each other, a big thing was always saying sorry.
1: Yeah. Go yeah. say sorry
3: and tell them that you love them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the biggest thing. Talking it
0: out. Also, dad had a tendency to put us in the corner and then take a nap for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) But then you never knew if he was going to wake up in the middle of the nap. And if you weren't in the corner when he woke up, then you (laughs) were going to be in more more trouble. trouble. So, I mean, there was like a fair share of like disciplinary actions involved you know Mm -hmm. and i think that if we didn't work things out if we didn't figure it out ourselves yeah
1: and it it helped i think that mom and dad didn't let us talk about our grievances against each other to them and they wouldn't entertain those ideas Mm -hmm. they're not gonna let you sit here and talk badly about your sisters or your brother no no yeah Yeah, figure it out figure that shit out with them Mm -hmm. get on the same page get get along because i'm not here for the drama and i think that's good that's how i how i want to be as a mom with the boys when they say hateful rude things about each other don't talk about your brother that way he's Mm -hmm. your brother why Mm -hmm. would you say that you Mm -hmm. love him you might get angry with him and he might upset you but you don't say stuff like that about your brother Mm -hmm. loving and respecting each other while also being able to respect their feelings
2: understand how they're feeling yeah but like not be afraid to kind of get a little yeah, yeah speak
3: the truth and get a little bitchy get a little salty everyone's emotional and that's a big thing it's a human thing let your emotional flag fly Mm -hmm. i was telling who was i i don't know one of you guys that i'm gonna start recording to
0: me when i walk into his room Mm -hmm. or like just when i'm in like the general area that he's in when i go in there the first time he's always like nine times out of ten the first thing out of his mouth is what do you want
3: Mm -hmm. or
0: what (laughs) never he He says that though but he will do anything for you he called me earlier um and he was like oh are you at work and i was like no and he was like okay like well i'm stopping to get food you want anything i was like (laughs) that's the cutest thing i don't but yeah we've actually you know what i and that's something else because i thought timmy and i um living together would be well he always said he never wanted to live with me he was always like no i would not live with rachel and so I was kind of figured I was like, ooh, like I don't know how cuz he moved in now, mm-hmm. you know. He took it's my other roommates. roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know how that was going to go. I thought it was going to be Do you Tim- think it helps that you have another roommate
2: there was too just though? I have to
1: say that you have a new like blender, Yeah.
0: Well, and we we just have our own space too though, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's a big house
2: yeah. for
1: just
0: 3 people. So like Timmy and I have the ups- like upstairs floor. And then
1: Lenny has the basement, and then
0: like the kitchen and living room are like communal space or whatever.
1: I do though think that it helps having Lenny there because I think that you guys respect him enough to respect each other, mm-hmm. and so that kind of helps balance the where yeah. things might go. Like if it was, if it was just the two of you, that could be very different. Yeah, mm-hmm. versus he's somebody a else mediator. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably too.
2: In a sense, yeah. As adults, since you both are strong feelings have strong feelings in opposite ways about a lot of things (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah
0: we make it work Mm -hmm. but it's been good i would say were there any more questions you were going
2: to
3: ask or no that that was was it
2: i think that was pretty much it um i want to look
1: super quick just to make sure so if we could sum it up though i think that a recurring motif in this conversation is that we are grounded in family by how we choose our role models or how we want to be. Or even some examples of how we might not want to be.
3: Mm.
1: And our experiences and our closeness comes back to... Physical violence. <laughs> trauma bonding. <laughs> trauma bonding. <laughs> yeah. From
3: standing in the corner too long. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'll build character. That'll build right character Real up. quick. Real quick.
2: Well, I think that pretty much sums up our 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 episode today. That was a good episode. I liked it. Learned a little bit about little each other. A <laughs> Now, so,
0: y'all. A great episode. If I do say so myself. If I do
1: say so myself, this was
0: fantastic. Truly amazing.
1: <laughs> if you liked, submitting questions. Submit more. If there are things you want to know. If there are topics you want us to talk about, send them our way. If we want to talk about some relevant topics. We want to talk about some fun and kind of you know Lucy off the ball more
2: personality showcasing topics Don't and again back. you can reach us at at thoughts at gmail.com you can find us on instagram at knockaholic thoughts you can also rate us on the podcast app that you are listening to uh please give us a good rating uh we'd appreciate that and also leave us a review
3: like comment share with your friends mm-hmm. we would appreciate all of the above we're enjoying doing this so far and we want to keep it up and make it great for you guys so all the little um, bit helps for yes. me that we can get. And we have
2: some new and exciting things coming your way. Uh, they're in the works right now. Ooh so Yeah, good times. Thanks for listening, y'all. All
0: right. We we'll love you.
2: Have
3: a good night. Have, have a good night. Out. Or day. Or day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye.